Welcome to the Salt Labyrinth. My name is Hank. With me is the one true Marvel, Ben. I'm sick of Marvels. All they ever do wow. is fucking wreck stuff. They they fly. They think they're better than us. They're they're. I'm. I don't have powers, so like I kind of hate them. Oh my god! It's a fucking global threat. Marvels help. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> oh man. We read Marvels. Yeah, by Kurt Busiek and with art by Alex Ross. I am so sorry that I asked if the art was like Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> that was, you know, I didn't know, but wow, offensive. <laughs> the yeah, art was yeah. so fucking good, dude. It reminded yeah. me of, uh, what's his name? Is it uh, W.C. Wythe? Is that who I'm thinking of? No, that's the wrong name. Who did the who who, who did the illustration of Beowulf? The one that you like. Oh. He's done a bunch of other stuff too. <laughs> I can't think of it at the moment. Did he do Frankenstein? Yeah, he did do Frankenstein as well. I cannot for the life of me think of his name. Yeah. Anyway, the shading reminded me of him. It was very good. I'm going to fucking get up (laughs) and look up this name. Hell yeah. I'll be right back. I'll bet I can find it before Hank does. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Beowulf illustration 1930s. I got it. I got it. I got it. Lynn Ward. <laughs> we got there. We got there. Oh, I'm going to dunk. It's Lynn Ward. It's Lynn Ward. I got there before you did. It's in. It's on the recording. Damn it. It's on the recording. I sm- Motherfucker. I smashed that Beowulf illustration 1930s. Pow. Uh, <laughs> fuck. He's done it. Yeah, I'll forget again. Don't worry. We'll we'll get a sure. another round at this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Lin Ward is doing woodcuts, and this is yeah. just paintings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the the shading, but, the lighting kind of reminded me of it a little. Sure. Bit. But it was fucking yeah. great. Like, holy shit, it was so cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, Alex Ross was a comic book superstar when he was active. Um. I mean, all this stuff with, like, the Human Torch in uh, issue zero. Like, all that lighting. Uh-huh. Fucking uh, the 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 panel where all of the X-Men are, like, in the dark. And it's just, like, Cyclops' mm-hmm. red light. <laughs> oh, man. Not worth it. Oh, my God. Like, the art was just fucking super cool. <clears throat> also, the story, like, the story, like, this is exactly what I wanted. <laughs> This is perfect. Uh, I'm glad. Yeah, like touching on the, you know, the kind of kind of flipping the 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 deal with like heroes and and the thing I was talking about, however long ago with whatever thing the the web comic mm-hmm. I read specifically about like oh what can heroes do to like, you know, deal dealing with questions about the stuff and this is kind of looking at like how people are interpreting superheroes and and all that. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I fucking liked it. 
and it wasn't it wasn't like too negative it didn't get too like dark or fucking depressing or whatever yeah so that was nice it just like showed the cyclical nature of people being dumb yeah oh man the one that like yeah. I, I forget yeah it's later yeah it must have been in book four in issue four because he was when he's like Someone, someone was like, "Oh, Galactus is back in New York. <laughs> like the world's ending. I'm thinking about buying, uh, building a bunker again." He's like, "Why? The Marvels are just gonna <laughs> save us, so then we'll thank them by poking them in the eye." Uh, I'm like, oh man, it was so good though. <laughs> and I like that. Like the moral at the end of the story is like, I just, I got I'm too old. I've seen too much. Too jaded. I need someone. Someone who still can like see hope in the world needs yeah. to do my job now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take a picture of me and my wife in this newspaper. Board. Random What's your kid. Name? <laughs> oh man, just an ordinary boy. Yeah, it was. That was fucking good. Book, uh, book two with the with the X Men and the mutants like that shit. That broke me a little. Yeah. Like, that was... That mm. shit was rough. Oof. Yeah. And that's the thing that, like... Honestly, it's... It's a thing I love about Marvel Comics. That when it when it, you can bring it out, it, like, really hits for me. Is the juxtaposition between, like, the superheroes being superheroes and the X-Men existing in that same world... <laughs> Yeah, like, like was, the fact that at some point you have to square that circle, I, I kind of love it every time. It like they really go after it. And honestly, that was like, I mean, that's what I'm drawn to for for next time. I think like so, something. Mm. I mean, we'll we'll get to it. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that's the first time I've encountered that kind of concept. Because we've done mm-hmm. superhero stuff. We've done X-Men stuff. I assume at some point maybe we've done something that involves a bit of both. But I don't think we've ever encountered that. Like, And even in this, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm reading and I'm like, God damn it. Like, I can't reach through these panels and strangle people. <laughs> yeah. Like, I fucking hate the X-Men and the mutants and whatever. But, like, it's, it's like other heroes are fine. Yeah, the, yeah, and, then the, and like the fact that like the way the reason this story is structured like this is just because these were the stories that were coming out at the same time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the X Men were just like like the Sentinels were happening in the X Men as the wedding of the Fantastic Four was happening. Like it's <laughs> like yeah, that's just what was going on. No, that shit's um, super cool. <laughs> Like, just getting all that. Honestly, that's kind of the other thing, because there's so much going on, right? Like, we're flipping between Galactus, we're flipping between X-Men, Spider-Man, like, Green Goblin and shit, the Sentinels. Um, Mm -hmm. I'd move the fuck out of New York. I don't know why the hell people are still there. (laughs) Because the Marvels saved them. Yeah, like, whatever. After that that Namor wave, yeah, I don't. (laughs) Like, that, like... Early on, that fucking wave on New York that Namor causes, yeah, yeah. it's like, fucking, I'm out of here. What are you talking about? Yeah. 
Like I and the the idea that he's kind of grappling with in the beginning. I the the um what's our main character's name? If you remember, I can't. Uh, Phil Sheldon. Okay. Um. Yeah. His like. His transition is just incredibly well done. Like going mm-hmm. from the 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 first book where he's like. He wants to be able to. He's like kind of hesitant and stuff, and he wants to like he he needs to be a man. He he needs to protect his family, and with these pe- with these things here, he like can't do that. Right? Like, it's just hopeless. Yeah. And then kind of transitioning and at the end of that when they're they're at the movie theater. I think it's the end of book one. They're at the movie theater, and the the news comes on, right? And it's like human torch. Yeah, that's the one where it's human torch and the. I'm a blank yeah, submariner uh, fighting the Nazis yeah. and he's a mariner. Sure. And he's like, he has the line, like and everybody was clapping and I was clapping right along with them. And like that whole spirit, like just him going through like these stages and it's, it feels so natural. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. feel jarring or anything. It's just like, this is a dude, like just, he's, he's a guy. <laughs> yeah. Like oh, was the mutant hysteria breaks out and it's just like a week earlier. He's had like an encounter that's made him reconsider this. But like if this had been a week ago, he would have been right there. Yeah. Being crazy and racist with oh, everybody him, else. Yeah. Him like going from throwing the brick and then like Jesus Christ, this is literally a child. Like yeah. and uh-huh. I have the, you know, like set against world war two just fucking happening which obviously is like a you know that's kind of the point <laughs> also yeah but like uh-huh. this is just very very well done um yeah seeing that seeing him go through all that shit was very good but yeah i don't know why the hell like you want to protect your family like fucking leave <laughs> just take them all and get the hell out <laughs> I mean, his family lives in the suburbs. That's, like, not in Manhattan, at least. I don't know, man. Like, Galactus <laughs> lands. Like, well, like, look, oh, Galactus... I mean, Galactus happens. Like, fucking, you're not safe anywhere. Let's be real. Yeah, but I want to introduce you to a little <laughs> phrase called out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> I'm in bumfuck Wisconsin, like Galactus lands in New York, like whatever. <laughs> Think I care? No. The, I buy for better or worse, I'm just putting my faith in those fucking New York assholes who keep saving the world. Whatever. <laughs> it's never been a problem before. I I would say in real life the middle of the country kind of went crazier about 9-11 than New York did. If I'm being real. What if you want to like bring I, reality into this? Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's a good point, but I think that's too. And, and more unreasonably given what it actually happened. Yeah. I think it would be different though at a certain point i don't know would about it? i don't know about would it what if 9-11 happened like every fucking week 
<laughs> like, what if what if terrible things just kept happening in New York every single well, week, look, and it took superhumans to stop it? But, it's like always, once a year. It's not always, necessarily once, once a week. week. Okay, once con- a, we're condensing a lot of time into this comic. Once a year for like the big shit, but like there's different levels, yeah. right? Like Spider Man stopping assholes like every day. Oh, I would. It, yeah. it feels like the there's like the the city tier villains are like once a month, maybe. And then you sure. have like your suburb tier villains, <laughs> <laughs> and then your you know your global threats as yeah. you do. Uh-huh. Look for. For what the Avengers, they were just off in space fighting shit. Yeah, yeah, they just bailed. I mean, not bailed, but like they're just poof. Yeah, they're caught up in the Kree Scroll War. Yeah, that was good. That was good writing too. Like when he's talking about like, oh, the senator who. Turned everyone against the Avengers turned out to be a fucking evil alien who wants to kill the Avengers. Uh huh. I'm like, you know, like this really. I'm amazed I'm not coming off of this more depressed because, like, it hit real close to, <laughs> to shit in real life. Ugh. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> what do you, what do you, like, you're like, what do you need? The world to actually end? Yeah. Uh Yeah. <laughs> Man, and then like the, the little mutant girl like leaves cuz she doesn't want the family to get hurt. And I'm like uh, mm-hmm. find her. <laughs> they just never saw her again. Is is she uh, you know what I was going to ask? Is she anybody or is it just like random mutant girl for the story? I think that's just random mutant girl for the okay. story. That's kind of what I figured. But I never know. I did see I was, you know, all this all this comic knowledge coming to me. I think it was at the uh I think it was the one where they're at like whatever, it was like a, a gallery, like all the sculptures of the Avengers and shit. Mm-hmm. And that was also when like some of the mutant stuff started. That was it. Yeah, that must have been in book 2 cuz like there was all the mutant talk and whatever and then there was the one panel there's a charles xavier in the background i'm like i see him uh-huh. i see him bald guy in a wheelchair <laughs> i i know what i'm looking at uh-huh yeah and we read that galactus story that happens in the chap in books the the fantastic four galactus thing yeah yeah, yeah. i forgot the only thing i couldn't what is the device I, f- I was on like the tip of my brain. I couldn't remember what the hell was going on with that. The the ultimate nullifier. Oh, was that the thing that made like the null field? Or whatever. Yeah, it would like destroy. The- it's like just incredibly powerful weapon that would like destroy the universe or whatever. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't remember that well. It just gives it to him. What's the yeah. catch? Like well, he agrees to not use it, and uh, just the Galactus agrees to leave. Okay, it's kind of like uh, <laughs> it's just like it's like um oh, what's the fucking term for nu- like 
assure, mutually assured destruction. Oh yeah, yeah. Is is what is what Reed is threatening him with, and he's like, and Galactus is just like, fine, I'll back off completely. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and like the Watcher is there as like. Oh, I didn't see the Watcher. I missed that. Or was that not in this yeah. story? But like in the. He doesn't have any lines. He, you can see him. He's like just there. Like just there's okay. this other big bald dude standing next to Galactus, and like okay. I think the early shot. All right, I just didn't didn't internalize it. But but yeah, there's just a thing. Like Galactus gives his word, and it's like yeah. We Galactus also got the that was the same comic. God must, is good for his word. It must have been the the same comic that has like the the fire in the sky and shit, right? Yes, okay. yes. Because I was like, that's fucking super familiar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Silver Surfer is cool. Uh-huh. He's like a, he's like a little Capri Sun dude. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, sh- like, the, the, right after it's the, the Fantastic Four fight Galactus and they lose. Yeah. And there are, like, people in the hospital looking out the window and... Uh, Watu's standing there, like the cover of the comic he's pointing. Gotcha. The cover of Fantastic Four. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's It's also, it's because it's funny, like this project, I guess Alex Ross came up with the idea and uh, Kerbusic got attached as the writer afterwards. But like, as Alex Ross just wanted to do like some short stories throughout the history Mm -hmm. and Kerbusic was like, when he started like doing research and 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 for him like to like tie it all together, just the idea of like really making it that one story of uh, how it progresses, and it really brings this comic together. <laughs> oh yeah. No, this was. I mean, like, yeah, the short story thing, like disconnected, would have been fine, but this was just on another level. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, like it adds impact to like these old comic book stories that if you read them in in a vacuum, even now, like probably wouldn't hit as hard. But like in my brain, because of context of comics, like they hit harder for me now mm-hmm. and stuff. I think it was also just cool seeing the kind of like the origin stuff that they that they made for this like shit just starts appearing you know like Mm -hmm. oh you got the human torch and it's like the first thing like oh man like during the fight like that poor guy they melted that poor guy's car and you fucking (laughs) skip to skip to book four and it's like jesus christ (laughs) they're in another (laughs) galaxy (laughs) Just all this stuff. It was just seeing that progression was cool. Uh Uh-huh. Man, what a a good fucking comic. It's really good. It's just like, it's a good idea, really well done. Yeah. I I just love it. You see, like how constantly Namor is switch sides. Oh my god! (laughs) He goes from being a hero to being like (laughs) threatening the whole world. That's just Namor. (laughs) You know what? Uh, 
seeing speaking of speaking of him, what is the deal with with Gwen Stacy in this? Because there is a there's one line, like as soon I'm like, oh, no. as anytime Gwen shows up, now I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh no, <laughs> like I don't fucking trust yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Uh, and she goes off the bridge, and there's a fucking like the snap. Um, yeah. For what this is referencing, there's like a throwaway line in here about like, oh, they said it was the shock of the fall that killed her, but mm, I saw what I saw. Is it one or the other? Was that like a like? Are they just trying to soften that a little, or or what? If you know. Um. No, it's just like in the comic, she falls off the bridge. Spider Man hits her with the webbing, and that snap sound effect is there. Okay. So they're like, you know, that's like fan theory stuff of like, did like she actually die right when Spider Man's web hit her, and her neck snapped? Yeah, <laughs> but like it wasn't. There was nothing like, or did like she was she already dead from the height of the fall or whatever? But. I mean, yeah. It's, Again, it's irrelevant. It's fucking superhero comics. It could be whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. It just happens to be the way that they drew it. The point was she she died. Yeah, from falling off a bridge. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was not even. But Kurt Busiek is the kind of writer who's like in tune with those kind of fan. Gotcha. Like and I mean that's and I mean even the yeah like even our our guy is like the the headline said there was the height of the fall but I saw it yeah. <laughs> like this is comics about comics hundred <laughs> percent well it like you know it's interesting just because I don't know that I've read uh, I don't know that we've actually read any Spider Man stuff where like she just dies outright. We've done stuff where there's like universes where that happened or whatever, but we haven't. I don't. I don't think we've done any of this stuff where she outright just eats shit. Well, she ate shit in Amazing Spider-Man Two, that movie we watched. All right. <laughs> they did that yes. in that movie. I think that's the version we've seen. Yeah. Yeah. I forget what happened there. She just but, hit the does he does he does he web her or does she just hit the ground? In the I think when, he during the fight I think or the whatever. Same, same I think deal. The same thing happens, but okay. I honestly you could tell me fucking anything happens. I think, uh, the, the the main visual that I remember is Dennis Leary <laughs> ghost fucking silently <laughs> judging Peter. Yeah. That's yeah. the that's the visual that lodges in my brain from that movie. Um I think he, I think he, I think he, I'm, I'm, it's coming back to me. I'm pretty sure he webs her, but she like hits the ground. Like it doesn't catch in time. It's not like a snap thing where her neck breaks or whatever, but she just, mm. she hits the ground anyway. Yeah. It was too late. Yeah. And the original, it's like exactly the way Alex Ross is redoing it here of I that, that her head going back at <laughs> that little snap effect and yeah, the web hitting her foot. I don't remember any of those fucking movies. The amazing, specifically amazing Spider-Man. I don't remember jack shit from them. It's fair. They're not good movies. They're not worth remembering. It took, it's like, I still have trouble even picturing the guy's face, Andrew Garfield. <laughs> like, I still, I don't know. It. I just can't. 
I can get there, but it takes a minute because there's too many people that look like him. Um. Anyway, it was it he's was, what Spider-Man looked like, used to look like in the new in the Insomniac Spider-Man games, but now they've replaced him <laughs> with a face that looks more like um, Tom Holland, new Spider-Man. Yeah, it looks more like Tom Holland, Fucking new Spider-Man. Put some respect on his name. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's been the, Spider-Man for a while. When was when was a long Captain time ago, like a hundred years ago? Twenty sixteen. Yeah, like seven years. A hundred fucking years ago. <laughs> this is a long time. It's like the longest time. That's like twenty. If something was in twenty sixteen, that's like the longest you can possibly go back. Like twenty fifteen feels closer than twenty sixteen because that's when the timeline crumbled. That is that is he has been Spider-Man for more time than there was between Spider-Man 3 and him becoming Spider-Man. <laughs> Man, I remember I saw a thing with Andrew Garfield in an interview was like, is there any word or like possibility of Amazing Spider-Man 3? And he's like, where were you people? <laughs> <laughs> Like, nobody was asking this back in the day. No. Yeah. Um, no, this, this was a very good thing. The The Gwen Stacy thing was, like, just watching the guy's reaction and, like, how that, like, broke him. And his, yeah. his view of, like, going from, yeah, because Spider-Man will save her, because he always does. And then, mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> Ignoring that Captain Stacy had died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, not that much earlier. Um, but, yeah. But also, this is, like... And this is, like, era where, like, Gwen Stacy died and then just wasn't in comics anymore. Compared to, like, modern stuff has done a lot more with her. And, like, the whole Spider-Gwen thing. I mean, Spider like this is, is like great. this is uh, Spider Gwen is great, uh, but this is like I just mean this is like fucking uh, Gwen Stacy is the Virgin Mary or whatever <laughs> era. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> she's like a holy figure in this comic book. <laughs> True, yeah, <laughs> rather than like a character. Yeah, I mean the dude met her in his. Yeah, fucking entire worldview was brought out from the depths, and then she died, and he just fucking spiraled. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. As as far as like where to go next, I'm feeling X Men. I here's the thing: mm-hmm. I want, I want more of like the the mutant analogy sort of shit and them being and them with like superheroes and like they hate people hate mutants but love the superheroes and like the i mean race racism i guess racist speciesism i don't know which it would be but we'll say racism against bigotry bigotry hey oh um like that idea but i still don't want it to be like super dark (laughs) i guess I, i want a little bit I want a little bit or something like this where it's like 
What's the word? Is poignant the right word for this? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, it makes me think, you know, I got to put it down and I got to like think about stuff for a while, but I don't want to put it down and be like, we're fucked. The world is garbage. Yeah. (laughs) But I think definitely like X-Men got me in the, got me in the X-Men mood. And then I start, you know, because I still, I still think about, uh, we read House of X, right? Or the first chunk yeah, of it. Yeah, Hawks, Hawks, Hawks. House of X, Powers of Ten. Oh, right. Powers of X, but it's the Powers yeah. of Ten. Yeah, naturally. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, I was like, I like that shit. I'm like, man, yeah, I could go for more yeah, of this. Yeah. Uh-huh. My big thing with... Uh, X-Men is just, I see this one, this, the, the, like, the era of X-Men comics that got me in, in, is, like, I see it as, like, a unit, so I would want to start at, like, the beginning of that. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just a lot, so. Mm -hmm. That's a, it's a big project. And, like, the, it's, like, all, all builds up to Avengers vs. X-Men as, like, a big event. Gotcha. Basically. Um, but there's a lot of groundwork and stuff that goes into that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it could be. It could be like other things in the same vein. Or if there's more mm-hmm. like human perspective stuff or something kind of a adjacent to that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, you know, like the kind of following the, the thread of, of uh, you know, being completely disillusioned with shit and then kind of getting that back like a, like, I don't know if there's a, if there's a hero or mutant, which I, whichever uh, super person that was doing their shit, the world kept dumping on them for like saving the world, but oh no, we broke buildings or whatever. And then they like. They're fucking out, and then they get back in, cause you know they're something happened. Like I don't know, they talk to a so, small child or something. <laughs> I think I think the move is to do the big Alex Ross comic for DC, which is Kingdom Come. Okay. Uh, and that, cause that kind of starts out with like the. The old heroes of like Superman and Batman have like, like Superman's disappeared or whatever, and like oh. these new heroes arrive and then Superman comes back. Nice. Yeah, that sounds that kind sounds right. Yeah. And there's like this uh, normal dude in in the center of it too. Hell yeah. Has that stuff going on? So I, I think we'll just do that and then figure something else out after. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe just that will unlock new stuff. Yeah. That's <laughs> now that you've you've op- uh, now that I've opened the Alex Ross uh, <laughs> thing, I feel like we should we should do the other big one. Yeah, the other one that's a that's a good story. <laughs> yeah, I you know I was thinking I was thinking earlier today. Um, it is kind of, it would be kind of fun as a, 
as a person like listening to these or even just the idea of like me looking back at these episodes and like even mm-hmm. just looking at the titles or whatever. And like, it's fun cause you get to follow a thread, you know, mm-hmm. like you're just going like, how the, how the fuck did, why are you doing this? Well, it's easy. <laughs> it's just 20 episodes of, of, you know, foundation. <laughs> uh huh. I don't know. It was just a fun yeah. thought. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Salt Circle Podcast, gmail.com. Salt Circle Pod on Twitter. Anchor.fm. So Salt Circle probably still works. I don't know for how long that'll work. <laughs> uh, I'm on Twitter at Comic Panels. I'm not on Twitter. Hell yeah. Yeah. Peace.